Hey guys, welcome back, welcome back. I am your host, and welcome back to Real Talk with Angela Bless. I am your host again, Angela Bless. Of course, you guys already know that. I pray that you guys, it's Thursday, I pray that you guys are doing what you need to be get done. I pray that you write down your goals. I pray for anyone that's in a situation that you're waiting on God. I pray that you continue to be still. When I say be still, mean don't say a negative word out your mouth. Don't it's easy said don't worry because sometimes I get in that state of mind that I kind of peep around the corner to see what God is doing um or if I don't see any movement or anything I kind of like kind of really panic sometimes but I have to bring myself back into realization that God is working behind scenes he's doing something and it's going to be tremendous it's going to be big in life so I pray that whoever's dealing with issues like with their job transportation with their children with their husband or with their wives or housing situation, wherever it may be, know that God has your best interest at heart. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will be with you even to the very end. And if he never does any of those things for you, he's going to keep you. He's going to bless you. If he never does anything that you're asking him to pray for, just know that God still is good because he allow you to continue to get up every morning um, to see this amazing day after day. Get yourself up. Go work out. Do some exercise and so forth. Guys, um, if you don't know, we already know that uh, Takeoff, you know, I said in my last uh, podcast, rest in peace to Takeoff. Um, we're going to talk about the Ivory, uh, Kyrie and, uh, you know, Shaq and um, a couple more uh, former NFL players. They just, I just really wish they just zip it, you know, but it is what it is. You really know how people is and how they feel in certain situations. But our, our topic today is not about sports. We're going to do that on Monday on Job Talk. Our topic today is Misery Loves Company. How many of you guys know about misery? Oh. And I believe, um, if I'm not for sure, um, Shakespeare, William Shakespeare stated, Misery Loves Company, as well as another well-worn phrase to us. What does uh, Misery Loves Company mean? So Misery Loves Company can mean um, a few things. Um, it can mean um, you're matching other people's energy or a person is jealous with you and people are sitting around talking about you. It can mean so many things. Um, the logic by it is that miserable people wants to see other people miserable. They don't like to see other people happy. They don't want them to be happy. They don't want them to have anything. Debbie Downers, I think that's what they call it. When, when they're upset or mad, they want you to be upset and mad. They want you to join the pity party. Everything around them is never happy. It's always gloomy and dark in, in their life. You know, sometimes you can talk people out of being misery. Sometimes you got to get away from them because if you stay around them long enough, that'll start to affect you in life. You know, this is why you're actually so miserable. It's not what you think. Sometimes it's what you think. Life is full of ups and downs. And though we claim we want to be happy, we often find ourselves chasing the things and lifestyles that bring us down. We invite misery into our lives and then suffer in confused silence as everything trembles down around us. This always happens to you. The only ever happens to you. Life hates you. Work hates you. Everything hates you. Why does this happen? Why do we let ourselves get stuck? And why do we then seem to do so much hard work to keep ourselves unhappy? Why do we keep our, try to keep other people unhappy? Why? Why are we so miserable? Why are some people so miserable? Not us, not me, hopefully not you. 
we are as species like think that misery is the result of external consequences but much of the misery is our lives come from you guess it ourselves and it comes from you whatever you do in life sometimes sometimes it is the consequences of your choices and your action that you make down the line we cling to misery because it's comfortable and it, it um it's a quick fix and when things are going bad or even when they're not wallowing misery can be comfortable feeling misery has a way of making people feel sorry for us and that attention can feel insanely good if you're struggling or just bored we get a feeling of power when we are so emotional states impact our other people and this power can become addictive in numbers of ways and that is true i see people just want you to join in with the pity party or they want you to join in to gospel about somebody that you even probably don't even know or even or you like you know in life mercy uh, misery too has a way of numbing us to the reality of our day-to-day when we're miserable we have no hope and when that happens we can't be disappointed or delusional things don't hurt as bad as we already expect them to um, do they suck this might seem like a clever way to approach things but it's not it's toxic it leads to more problems for you in the long run being miserable and staying miserable is lazy. It wraps you, your worldview while you might feel wise or worldly um, because of your suffering. You're actually self-sabotaging, project yourself or as a burden, tragic and shallow person in the world that already has more than enough um, going on in their life. Staying miserable takes a little effort, a lot of skill. While not every miserable person is the same, they all engage in an onset skills that go a long way in keeping them stuck and sad and unhappy. And that's sad in life, right? So I'm going to go back to, I'm going to read from, um, I think E.B. Johnson wrote this. So I'm going to read her. She has 14 habits of truly miserable people. Uh, but I'm not going to read the first um, 14. I'm just going to read maybe five of them. A critical eye and an even more critical tongue. Tongue. If you ever spend a few minutes with a truly miserable person, then you, you'll you never know how cr- critical they can be. Unhappy people have an endless list of things they don't like. And usually they don't care if you want to hear about it or not. They vomit negativity wherever they go. And there's nothing and no one that seems to be able to please them. They hate the movies. They hate um, everyone loves. They, they just don't like anything. Anytime something's going right with you, they want to try to pull some type of negative or um, basically negative um, false energy towards you. Um, so you'd be like, oh, I bought these shoes as a, as a price and they're so beautiful. Well, they ain't all that. I, and they was last season. And don't fall for it because that's a trick to get you to fall in the place and where they're at right or trying to get you upset and mad um occasion um it's not a secret that we're living in some rough economic times across across the country people are afraid of losing their jobs and their savings and they're justified there are scary times for everyone that things are more unsure than ever there's fine line between concern and obsession through miserable people are often obsessed with financial loss be perceived or um, factual They keep fear and make it priority in their life and moan consciously about how broke they are, even if they aren't that broke. (laughs) Obsessing about how hard things are going, 
for you financially is just like any other fact of misery it will get you some attention but it will also cripple you in some serious critical ways because we're speaking deaf out of our mouth anytime we continue to speak oh we're broke guess what you're going to be you're going to be broke if you continue to speak, um, I don't have a love life, guess what? You're not going to have a love life. And if you keep speaking that all men or all women are dogs, guess what? You're going to run into some woof, woof, some doggy doggy people in this world. I think in our life, not even the negative thinking in our life, but because of maybe our upbringing or who we've been around, or we're just, just plain old miserable because someone failed us or someone removed their stuff around us in life. And then you do have miserable people that take negative facts of their um, lives or experience and make it their entire identity. If they suffer from social anxiety, they become anxious people. If they are a person with a general, um, you know, like if they're general about something or they just want to get over, you'll know those people. But those people that want to be stuck in their miserable, stuck in their past, stuck what someone did to them in their life, they're going to continue to repeat that cycle over and over again. I can always remember my um had a friend and her and her husband was going through some issues in life and before he became her husband they was going through some issues in life and she will just call me every day about what he's doing what he's not going to do and i will always tell her you know what did god said you know we're not supposed to be shacking up for the first place you know you're not supposed to be bringing this man in your house in the first place you know i wouldn't it wasn't a judgment talk we were just basically conversating we was list she was listening to me and i was listening to her like you you're better than this you have a decision you will make you stop feeling sorry for people because they're bringing you down when you start feeling sorry for certain people and you pour your all into that person and and they don't want to change they're going to drag you down the road with them they don't care especially if they're on drugs were bad if they're alcoholic you know what I'm saying? Or, or they're just a narcissist they don't care they will drag you down the road with them and, and 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 suck you for everything you have until you have no more until you're lifeless till you won't won't be able to get back up or breathe for yourself and then you have to call on other people to come and help you to get back up and it's going to take you a while to get back up it's going to take you a while to heal we when we see those red flags or when we see our, those red flags within our friends even with our families sometimes we don't want to hear bad news we, we we don't have enough on our plate to take on what they got going on no you cannot drop this load on me i got stuff going on myself i'm gonna pray for you wait we're gonna stop what's going on okay we're gonna pray you gotta stop having people just to use you as a dumpster and come in as a dump truck just dropping their loads on you when you're already going through issues in life and when you're going through stuff in life especially those that people are always coming to who's listening to you who are who are you confining in yeah, we can find in God. God is our help and so forth like that. But we also need someone to be our mentor to speak life into us also. Don't get me wrong. The word of God will bring life into us also. But we still need accountability purse people. Accountability mentor. We definitely need someone to talk to us as we're going through these levels in, in life, in our in, in our life. You know, it's, it's hard enough setting up. But anyway, and so... <laughs> So she called me again. This was some years, years ago. And I told her, I said, listen, Alyssa, 
I don't want to hear anything else about him. Either you leave him or you and, and let it go, and we, I can help you. You know, we can walk through this healing. Did I say no? I say either leave him alone and go through your healing and allow God to bring the right person to you, or stay with him. I don't want to hear anything else about him because I gave you my advice. I told you what to do. You know, not what to tell her what to do. Gave her my opinion. Suggest I suggest her this and this and this. I said, but you're going to keep complaining every time I call you or we talk is about him. I don't want to hear about him. I call to check on you, see how you doing, what you want to do and so forth like that. And so um, I didn't talk to her for maybe three months and they got married. I didn't know they got married. Yes, I did. I think I was at the wedding. I was actually at the wedding. You know, I didn't judge her or anything. I felt that that's what she wanted. She said that was God said and, and I trusted her. And but when after the marriage, he started bringing her down he started being a debbie doubter downer i said downer and said it right yeah he started saying stuff and being miserable when she was happy i don't see why you're so happy i don't know why people like you just saying stuff and then it would bring her down to the point she wasn't happy no more and then you know she ended up getting divorced so what i'm saying in life you know you do have friends and people that went through stuff in life you do have people that you're assigned to that you're supposed to bring through god allowing you to bring them through the next level but god has never called us to be stuck to be miserable and to attach to people that would with negative um experience i mean negative vibes or negative mindset or negative words that always come out their mouth when you see them all the time at some point you're gonna get tired of it. It has nothing to do with oh that's just how he is or just that's just how she is. I'm just like no, you need to change because everything around you is your grass is is, is your grass is not even green, it's brown. It's it, because of the toxins and the and the negative words you're saying, you causing everything around you, even the beams in your house. And when people come to your house, they wonder why it feels so weird because you, you've been speaking ill will against yourself and everyone's else around you. Get rid of I mean, I mean, just talk to God. Just see what's that. Miserable people love focusing on all the things that could go wrong. And they love wallowing in the anxiety these feelings manifest. Manifest. Being uh, superficial, anxious can make you... Anxiety, I'm sorry guys, can make you feel important or busy. It can uh, garner your attention and help you to manipulate the feelings of impressions of people around you. The problem with this though is that it's real and it certainly isn't a um, false way to operate. When the focus or anxieties were amplified, your anxieties amplify these negative emotions can force us to believe the worst about ourselves. These thoughts convince of us everything from the fact that our marriage will fail we might lose this job we might not amount to anything we will never find anyone that will love us because we got these children or you know so forth like that it's a lie it's a lie from the pit of hell in life you know before we want out, get you around some i keep telling people get you around some friends that's going to really pray for you not someone that's going to pray for your downfall but people that's going to really pray for you and pray for your your healing your mind your body and soul get around people that's going to uplift you when you're going through situations in life and that's going to break hold your hand while you're going through um the next level in life stay stop hanging around those people that that are when you tell them about your dream or your vision, they're so close-minded. Close-minded people, it's not, not going to see as far as they can see. 
you know, in life. Don't be mad at them. It's just not, it's their time maybe up or they're not supposed to be the one that you're supposed to be telling your dreams and visions to. Anyway, talk to God in, in life. Stay right away from people that always got something negative said by everybody else and talk about everybody. Because guess what? They're gonna they're talking about you. Bring a dong a bone. What's the old saying? I'm sorry, guys. I know I talk fast. Bring a dog a bone. What is it? Bring a dog bone home and he'll bring one back. Something like that. But yeah. You know, and that's another incident I had with uh, one of my close friends. We had a part ways, but we still was mutual friends with another friend. She would go back and tell her what I was saying. And she would come back and tell me what I was saying. And I had to stop her in that. So I'm like, hey, I don't want to hear anything about what Alicia is doing. Okay. When I call you, I'm talking about me and you. I don't want to hear anything what Alicia is doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and vice versa. I just want to talk to you. So you got to be aware of certain people like that also in, in, in lives. You know, you know, we tend to want to think the good in people. And some people want to think all people are bad till they prove them wrong. But pray about it. Seek God before you even get into any type of relationship with anyone. God has not intended for us to be alone. God do not want us to, you know, like, you know, I'm saying worship, like, you know, we, we, yeah, we can have friends and so forth like that, but not allow your friends to get in the way of your vision and dreams that God has called for you to walk down this path that he calls you to be greatness into this world or on this earth in life. We pray against every negative influence. We remove it right now. We snatch it up. We send it back to a fire that it will burn, that it will never exist any longer. And any of your friends or family members that are going through issues in life, we pray that they would start their uh, journey into healing and to speaking life into their self because nothing's going to go right if they continue to think about, oh, I ain't going to never have no money or this deposit is going to never come or, you know, my car is going to always break down or he's going to never love me or, oh, I keep running into dogs, dog, dog. No, you got to change your mindset. You got to change the way you think. You got to change the way you see things in life. And I believe me or trust God when you change the way what you see and how you think, that's when your blessings and the doors will open up for you. Amen. You guys be blessed. I love you guys. And this is Angela Blessing. I approve this message. Dun, dun, dun. I'm sorry.